0: All right, thanks so much for being here on this edition of Exploring Mind and Body. I always appreciate you coming in to see what we have going on. I wanted to put this show together here for you. I'm just catching my breath a little bit. (laughs) Someone just sent me a message uh, through Instagram, and it was, well, they just tagged me, and they said, challenge. They challenged me to do these (laughs) push-ups on rings, on the Olympic rings, so I was just doing that, and it's super hard. So give that a try and I always like a challenge so if you get a hold of me through social media just tag me or let me know that you got something to try something for me to try and I'll I'll try it out I may even put a video up for you as well so that's fun that's exciting for me I'm not quite sure why today I'm going to be talking about you know taking responsibility I guess in short, and I have a couple examples, one from myself and then a couple from this fantastic book I'm reading. So I'm gonna get into that on this show with you. Now before we get into that, just a quick word from Pure Dime. Pure Dime is a plant-based digest excuse me, digestive enzyme company. They specialize in gut health. So if you have any gas and digest a, a, whoa, struggling a bit this morning. Indigestion, bloating, heartburn. These are the guys you want to see. So my landing page is puredime.com slash Drew All you have to do is enter in my first name into the coupon code D-R-E-W for your 10% off. Again, that's puredime.com slash Drew Taddea. All right, so on the show, I'm sure I've talked about taking responsibility in the past. Uh, if you want to go to our archives, it's exploringmindandbody.com and just type in responsibility. But this one came up because I had to take responsibility for myself, to be honest with you. And I think it's easy. Like it's so easy to point the finger. It's just normal. It's just not my fault. That's just how it is. I think we wake up, we grow up like that or, you know, we're raised, I don't know if we're raised like that, but you know, when you're a little kid, like it's not my fault. (laughs) It's so, I always blame my brother. (laughs) It's not my fault. He did it. He wasn't even in the room. (laughs) I just think it's normal, but I think you heard, many of us heard when you point your finger at someone, there's, well, they say five, four pointing back at you, but it's really three. Anyways, you point your finger at someone and there's more fingers pointing back at yourself. And I just think that it's kind of funny because many times we point our finger and it's not not the other person's fault. It's our fault. We're the only ones that can change the situation. And getting back to everyone doesn't think it's their fault i picked up this book and it's called how to win friends and influence people by dale carnegie now this book is so old it's like falling apart in my hand i go to the library and if i haven't if you haven't heard me recommend it i highly recommend going to the library in fact i don't understand why more people don't it's like unlimited knowledge like the most successful people in the world have their own libraries but, I mean, regardless if you, have, if you have your own library or not, you can go to the library and learn from other people's experiences. I don't see why we wouldn't or why we don't. But I have my own small library. and But I like to get books from, from the library. I don't know if I'm going to love a book or enjoy a book. Most of the books I get are gifts from other people because most people know I – very much like to read so anyways i got this book and i was reading through it's only the very beginning of the first chapter and that's what it's talking about basically taking responsibility there's this guy named crowley and he was deemed one of new york city's most dangerous criminals there was like this huge standoff and they had all these police officers he actually killed a police officer and all the officer did was ask him for his license and this guy pulled out his gun and shot him And he killed a number of other people. And when Crowley, they had all these, they had all these officers surrounding this building. Crowley wrote a note, and part of that note said, "Under my coat is a weary heart, but a kind one, one that would do nobody any harm." (laughs) Which is, you know, kind of funny because his perspective was he was just defending himself, which is exactly what he said. So the police officer walked up, said, let me see your license. Crowley pulled out his gun, shot him, killed him. And that's how his legacy began. His nickname was Two Gun. And when he got sentenced to the electric chair, he said, this is what I get for defending myself. You know, which is absurd to you and I, but that was his perspective. And I know this is extreme, but... That's how it works. That's how we think. You know, I was watching this video, and it was a ex CIA agent. I don't know how she showed she was able to show her face and talk openly, but she did something else. Now, but she talked about dealing with terrorists on both sides. So if she when she goes over to another country and talks or interviews terrorists, they believe they're right. They believe that they're doing this for their religion, for their god, for their country, and they're you know of course they're killing innocent people, but they think they're right. And that's all that matters. And when we get into an argument with one another or whoever we're, whoever we're arguing with is, you know, we think we're right. And that's why we're arguing our point. And I think many times we're pointing the finger at someone else instead of looking at ourselves and taking some responsibility or taking the blame or thinking, how can I fix the situation? Instead of thinking, how can the other person fix the situation? In this same book, they bring up Al Capone most of us know at least the name he began running the streets or causing havoc in the streets of new york city and then he moved on to chicago And again, a a notorious gangster. He was into alcohol and killings and he wasn't quiet about it. (laughs) I can say that. I can say that's the least of his concern. He was just a a loud person that didn't care if people knew what he was doing and how he was doing it. And he had a similar perspective or or the perspective of it's not really my fault. He said, I spent the best years of my life giving people the lighter pleasures, helping them have a good time. (laughs) I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm sure he was. He was helping people, all the gangsters, the mobsters around him, the the killers, murderers, the people that he surrounded himself with. He was helping them have a good time. No question. Is that right or wrong? Well, you and I, you and I may have a different perspective around if what he was doing was right or really only helping people. But I mean, the, the fact remains is that he thinks that he was right. And coming back to the initial situation or the initial circumstance I'm talking about here is anytime there's something going on, it could be with your family members, it could be with your coworkers, it could be with someone that cuts you off in traffic. Each side thinks they're right. What I'm getting at here, the main point is there's no way to change the situation unless you look at yourself, unless you look within yourself to see if there's a way that you can fix the problem or the issue or whatever that may be, because many times the other person's not going to see it that way. They're not going to be listening to this show. They're not going to be reading this book. They're not going to be thinking, what can I do to change the situation? They're going to be pointing the finger and say, what are you doing wrong? Why are you doing this to me? I am I am the victim. Why do you keep victimizing me? And we have to look within is what I'm saying. So my own personal situation here. I was working with a group and... I want the group to remain anonymous, so I'm not going to give too many of those details, but I'm going to tell you what happened. I was working with the group, and I wasn't getting the results I was looking for, and I couldn't figure it out, and I just thought it would keep me up at night because I really want to help this specific group. I want to help them succeed. I want to help them move forward, get better. And I'm working with them. I was brought, I was brought in, hired to go and help this group. So I, I go in. I say, you know, I don't really say a whole lot. I, I just have high expectations. That was kind of how I was raised. It was the world I grew up in. You you show up. You put in the best effort. You work hard. These are the things that you do. It was just, it was just known. It was expected. That's just what you did. And I think that that's not the world that everyone lives in. That's not the world that this particular group thought about or maybe their standards, maybe my standards were a bit high. So I continue to think to myself of what, what, what I'm doing wrong. Well, first of all, let me be honest here. I was thinking about what they're doing wrong. Like how were they raised? How were they dealt with? Why were they acting like this? And then I thought, what can I do different? And then I kept thinking, I'm like, well, I can't do anything different. This is the way they should be. <laughs> this is the way they should act and perform. And I was, I was just beside myself. And I had a chance to read this book, and I think that many times if you pick up a book like this, even if there isn't specific types of examples or a step-by-step process on how you can be helped, just hearing someone's different perspective can help you change the situation improve your life and improve your health. And that's why I read them to you because they they really helped me. So I thought – I just kept digging deep, and I thought, what can I do differently? How can I change And I just thought I could be more clear with my expectations. I could be a little bit more brighter and happier because I really enjoy it. I just didn't enjoy the results that was happening. So I thought I could change my energy, my perspective, my attitude. I could change my overall being when I walked in the room and had these seemingly high expectations. And that's what I did. I changed everything. And you know what? The results changed too, (laughs) crazy. So the thing is, my point here is, it it really wasn't whether the situation was on my end or their end. I could change the situation if I put that effort in. If I decided, if I made a conscious effort, this is what I'm going to do. And who knows, maybe that, in a different circumstance, you try to change and it doesn't. It doesn't change the outcome. It continues to be like that. But. What I'm saying here is we have to make that effort. We have to look within. We have to see what we can do to make those changes to help improve the situation because like I said before many times the other side's not going to make that change, but they don't always have to <laughs> That's the thing and that's the key. That's what i'm so excited about I'm, so passionate about that. I want to share with you It often doesn't matter what the other side is doing or saying or being like you can change You can change the whole situation by looking at it differently seeing it differently by responding differently by starting the conversation out Differently, so all i'm saying here is is that if you're not getting the results that you're looking for Change something. Make a change. We heard Albert Einstein say the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. Well, expectations is one thing, but it's the action. So if you want to expect something, don't change the expectations. Don't lower your standards, but change the action. If you want a different end result, change what's getting you there. It goes back to prevention in health. Many times you're like, oh, I'm just tired, wake up miserable, angry, hating life. And then we're like, like, well, this is just the way it is. This is what we accept. We accept those low standards in our lives, and that's who we become. Instead of saying, well, what are the things, what are my action steps? What are the things that I can change in my life? Maybe I can go to bed earlier. Maybe I can move the electronics from my room. Maybe I'm not reading a action movie or a horror or not watching action movies or reading a horror book or whatever that is keeping our – Mind awake and alive in the evening, put on some Zen music, put on some salt lamps, turn the TV off an hour before bed. Oh, that's a crazy one. (laughs) That's a shocker right there. But there are things that we can do. So understand that we're responsible. We can take action. We can change the situation if we're willing to. And if you really want that end result to change, then I have to believe that you'll be willing to change that action to get there and to change the end result. All right, that's it. I'm going to leave that with you. Thank you so much for being here. I always appreciate you being a part of our True Form Life community. Thank you for your downloads, shares, comments, everything that you're doing to contribute to the show. If you get a chance, please leave a ratings and a review on iTunes. You can also subscribe. That helps as well. You'll never miss a show. We also have a free app. You can download the app on any Apple device, and then you get the show sent right to your device, and you don't have to do anything. You don't have to go around, look for it, or download it. That's pretty cool. And that's pretty much all I got. Don't forget about Pure Dime. Puredime.com slash Drew Taddea. I do have a fermented foods free workshop coming out soon. I'm super excited about So stay tuned for that. That's it. That's all I got. I'm out of here. As always, I'm your host, Drew Taddea. In health and fitness for a better world. Thanks for listening.